You are tuning into Fly Friday on Vlog Boss Radio, episode 112. What's up, socials? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Vlog Boss Radio. This is Fly Friday, an episode where I want you to be a fly on the wall in some sort of situation or another that I happen to find myself in. Not happen to, strategically planned. Trust me, you know I did. But today, let's get into it. I wanted to share a really kind of special thing that happens. If you're not familiar, I have a great group of people who meet with me on a regular basis to improve their brand and continue to grow their platform. There are, you know, people that work with me one-on-one every week or every couple of weeks we'll get on a call and others who meet with me just once a month. And this example I want to share with you today are those people that usually are just meeting with me once a month in a group coaching call. And that is my group at Vlogboss University Elite. These people are simply just saying, hey, we want to come together, help each other. Amy, help me out a little bit and continue to grow in a group coaching format. I asked them, this last time on our monthly call, if they'd be comfortable with me sharing the kind of hour that we spend together. And they all were like, sure, that sounds cool, I guess. You know, no one really has anything to hide. We all kind of go through these struggles in our businesses, whether it's time management or just skipping steps that seem like they're taking longer than they should because we may or may not have the right help uh, along board with us. And so I wanted them to share those because I thought there must be somebody listening to this that is experiencing the same problems or the same challenges. And so I wanted you to hear... When someone presents it and they're talking through it and they're really trying to figure out what to do, you know, the kind of feedback that I usually share in those situations or that the group will come on and share. So there's a variety of things that we talked about this time around. Some of it had to do with hiring team members to kind of help with a workload. Other times we were talking about sort of hot things happening in audio and podcasting. And so there's a lot more to tune in for, but I wanted you to be a fly on the wall for the June group coaching call for Vlogboss University Elite. So that is what we're doing today. I'm not going to waste any time. We talked for a good 45 minutes to an hour. And so there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of absorb as a fly on the wall this Fly Friday. If you like the idea of this series, I'd like to keep it going with lots of different ways for you to be a fly on the wall. Not the same thing every time, but I think this is a really good way to kick it off. I'd love your feedback on that on Twitter at Schmitastic. And if you want to hashtag at Vlogboss Radio so I know where you came from, I'd love to see you over there. Let's get into this chat with Vlogboss University Elite. Awesome. Okay, let's kick this off. And I am really pumped to see Andrew Lewin in the house. So, Andrew, let's have you go first. Okay, great. Uh, How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? 
it's really nice to chat with you. I know we just had our call a couple of, I mean, maybe, maybe a week or so couple, ago. A couple of weeks ago. It was right yeah. before your vacation, right before. Oh, geez. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I think it was your last call before your vacation. So. <laughs> that, that is exactly what it was. You lucky, <laughs> lucky man. You lucky man. Okay. So tell everyone what you're working on right now, what your passion project is and where you are getting held up. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I run a podcast called the Speak Up for Blue podcast. It's all about uh, making people aware of what's happening in marine science and conservation. I'm a marine scientist, so it's something that I've been I've been wanting to do for a while. This is my second year doing this, just just this past end of June, and um, it's growing. I think really well. I'm about to pass a hundred thousand downloads, which I'm super psyched about. Um, but I'm always look I'm always looking to constantly grow the podcast in some sort of way. Um, and I've been sharing it on Instagram a lot. I've been sharing it on Facebook. I've created a Facebook group, which is really great because the people from the podcast come over to this group and we interact and I get to get feedback from people and, you know, more content, which is awesome. But I want to get more people. I always want to grow this, this podcast even, even more. Um, and I've noticed that when I share it on Instagram, even though I'm getting more followers, um, I'm not getting many clicks onto my profile. So I've got a, a business page and I'm not getting many clicks. When I go to my insights, it says, you know, you've had one profile click or, you know, so it's basically, I'm, I'm assuming that's one link click uh, in the past like week or so. And I'm just kind of like, well, that's weird. Cause I, you know, I change the link every time I use the, the unique URL for each podcast episode. Uh, and, you know, I, I mix up, the the content on instagram with some videos or some reposts and and then my post for the for the actual sharing of the of the podcast um but i wonder if it like it's great to to build that following but i'm really i get frustrated when it's like that's not turning into conversions and you know i'm always doing link in the bio and all that kind of stuff but i find it very frustrating now i was just on your instagram today and i noticed that you have the swipe up option in stories, I know people are getting it slowly. So maybe that'll change when it happens. But I'm just wondering, you know, Facebook, I, I get a little bit from Facebook, but I find most of my growth from podcasts is just people that listen to podcasts within iTunes. So I'm wondering if I should just focus more energy in iTunes on on SEO uh, and and focusing more on doing interviews on, on with different with different podcasts, rather than Instagram to worry about conversion. Maybe I can build a following just like a fun kind of thing, but until I get those stories. Yeah. I, and I totally, I, I totally get what the struggle is here. And it, it, let me just put it this way. Instagram swipe up just to quickly reference that at this moment in time could change tomorrow is only available for 10,000 followers and up prior oh, to right. that it was verified accounts only. So yeah. this, that was a significant like you, they could have done a hundred thousand followers and up, but they did 10. So that to me says similar to YouTube, just recently going full fledged. I, I'm pretty sure I read this correctly. Anyone can go live on mobile. I believe that's out to the public now, as long as I think you have some things verified on your account. I think Instagram's going to follow suit on that. They want people to be able to do the swipe up, right. but they were sort of just like making it desirable because you really have only had that one link. That being said, you always have to do your homework on how to make sure you're tracking things properly. I've been, I downloaded the Bitly app on my phone um, and I didn't use it for a long time, but I'm using it more now because of that swipe up feature to see if it's actually working because Instagram doesn't actually give you a ton in terms of just measuring uh, what exactly is happening with those click throughs, but a Bitly right. will tell you, you know, how successful were they if they were clicked on. Um, 
it's not like I'm seeing the sun, the moon, and the stars come in from Swipe Up is the point of my story, but I do get quite a bit of views in terms of like, if we're looking at ratio of followers to views, it's really not too shabby. But the bottom line is, I guess, you know, getting eyeballs is getting eyeballs. So that's exciting. Yeah. From a conversion standpoint, it's, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. Now, at the end of the day, though, if somebody really wants to go listen to your podcast or they really want to go watch your video or whatever the case is, there's going to have to be a compelling reason for it. And link in the bio is definitely something people are used to seeing and will totally do when they feel compelled. So back to your original statement of ideas, definitely putting um, some, some focus on how you build that momentum that happens from iTunes is a priority to me just because yeah. iTunes is going to give you more exposure just based on the fact that we're looking for podcast listeners. How can we get more podcast listeners? They're going to know how to do that best right. because they're the ones with the podcast listeners. But at the same time, you do want to get those people that care. I, I mean, this is so, I, I know this is, I, this is getting annoying to me. I feel like I'm bringing up Gary Vaynerchuk every time we're on these calls, but he has a really incredible way of being super relevant every time we're talking about something. And Andrew Brown and I were just emailing about this. And Andrew Brown, I would kind of love if you wanted to chime in on this conversation too, in terms of ideas. But we were just talking about the fact that all of a sudden, you know, Anchor, which is an audio social network, is really growing and changing and getting more attention. Yeah. And it seems like there, this happens in waves of one big influencer going, hey, everybody, go follow my anchor. Or um, Gary right now is gunning for the top of business podcasts. So he's pushing people to that podcast right now where a year ago he was pushing people to Daily V and he's pushing. Now he's still doing all of that. But that being said, you know, all of a sudden, people who maybe weren't listening to podcasts yeah. are being told by somebody that they trust that they should do that. And Anchor is a little bit of a help, but I, most of his audience is probably not on Anchor. They're learning about it through him and right. saying, like, why should I listen to his podcast? The, the, what I'm seeing, it literally has to do with you putting into context for somebody else why your podcast even matters to them. And, and just the title these days and just a quick synopsis of it is not necessarily going to be enough. And Lincoln Bio is not gonna necessarily be enough. It's really exciting when we can see one pocket of social media growing, mm -hmm. but does that necessarily mean those people are gonna jump that ship to go somewhere for you? Not always. And it's funny these days, we're measuring conversions in social to social or rented space to rented space. <laughs> Because that's what we're talking about here, yeah. like Instagram to iTunes. We don't own any of that. And, and, but that's not, that's not a true conversion. Like it's just influence. Right. That makes sense. Right. So what I think is what, and Andrew, do you, if you have any thoughts, I'd love for you to pop on, but if not, no big deal. I, I really loved the conversation, Andrew Lewin, that you and I had. Mm -hmm. uh, about like you're doing things that help you get exposure to the target audience that does listen to podcasts, like the segments that you're doing on other shows and things like that. And that's where I think that there's a real opportunity there. It's a long, hard road, but at the same time, it's totally a legitimate route to go because those are the people that are not just going to hit subscribe, but actually tune in. And I think we get a little bit of a luxury with numbers with podcasts. Sometimes they might be a little bit more than what the actual earbuds 
are truly happening at but when that does happen when people are clicking play you have this incredible amount of uh, influence like that that's what's truly special about it i almost want to test like your ability mm -hmm. to podcast listeners somebody somewhere else and say like is at least that relationship proving um, to be growing more than just, not that I think your numbers are anything to shrug at because that's actually extremely impressive. Right. Don't get past their seventh episode in podcasts. Right. But they're listening, you know, will they, if you tell them like, oh, you guys, like I just posted the dopest photo of this crazy thing that happened on Instagram. Like, will you go over there? Can we track some of that happening? You may end up finding that those listeners are going to follow you more. Yeah. And, and not that they wouldn't have given you those downloads in the first place, but at least that relationship is growing on other platforms. Andrew, did you have any thoughts on this? I know you've been in the podcasting realm quite a bit. Yeah, I've got a few ideas. Um, I push my podcast out to a few different platforms. So not only is it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, it's also on TuneIn Radio, Auto Radio. I've just pushed it out to iHeartRadio as well, mm -hmm. using a Spreaker account. And that kind of helps across the board. Uh, Anchors are also a really good platform for audio. So upload like, you know, five minutes of audio and then kind of, you know, hint about the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and that will help. Uh, the other thing that I can think of is Facebook Live audio has just been kind of being slowly pushed out to everyone. It's already on uh, Android. It's slowly being pushed out to iOS. Um, and I've been testing with that as well. And that seems to work out quite well. Uh, so, so do you put your, po your entire podcast on there or just a little bit of it? I do the full episode on uh, Facebook Live Audio because I just put my phone on my desk and just start talking as if I'm doing oh, a podcast. I and then you. there's an episode that like goes out and then I had, uh, a few, I think I had like 86 people tune in at the time. So nice. my podcast is a little bit smaller, but, um, yeah, it still worked out quite well. Yeah, I've actually, I've seen so much of that, like leveraging live stream while recording a podcast. I mean, I probably saw a, a lot of people that were interviewing me for the book that were simulcasting to a live stream platform. And I've just seen my friend's success of recording. I mean, before launch, going live, right. recording all these episodes and you get all these people live. And then all of a sudden, when those episodes actually get propagated to the podcast, which launches, you have these people that have been watching you kind of go to work subscribe to it what you know right. and so that's definitely i'm glad that you said that andrew because i'd almost forgotten about that movement and i think that that's a really a really that's good not idea. a bad idea I, I i used to do that when I, I i used to go live on facebook to just talk about just news separate from my podcast sometimes there's overlap um and then i would go live on instagram at the same time through my phone and that worked out pretty well um, but I just didn't continue it. I just didn't have the time to continue it, but maybe that's more of a focus while I record just trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it makes, um, makes more sense to do it that way. I mean, it's a little bit different because not only do you have the live audience, yeah. but then you're also recording for your podcast series as well. So I find it's probably a little bit easier to do that. 
I mean, it's right. hard to concentrate on the chat as yeah. well because you don't know what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. But you could, you could wait until, you know, the end until you start answering questions on the actual chat. So that might work for you. I'm sure once I first start, I won't get that many people on. Yeah. And then... Oh, what You'd be you surprised. You'd be surprised. Video. My video is going, yeah. I, to Andrew's point, you'd be surprised. Yeah. It, it's actually really insane, especially right now. Let's still take advantage of that that it's being served up on a silver platter live video. Yeah, true. Just true. wrapping wrapping up with you, Andrew Lewin, real quick. Um, are you able to point back directly to your podcast from those segments you're doing? I can't remember. Yeah, well, I mean, it goes into, not only does it get shared on, on that podcast, uh, but it gets shared in that podcast group. Um, and I'm in that group a lot of the time. So cool. I'm, and I'm allowed to share my, my episode. So oh, okay. I get a lot of traffic from there. And a lot of people have come over to my group through there and one thing just before we go but um you mentioned how you know to track how many people are coming over from the podcast like listening to me yeah i've got the this the that was sort of my experiment with the facebook group was i've only mm -hmm. told people on the podcast so it's about 140 now so in the past month i've had about right. 100 people so it's starting to grow and grow which is great because i keep telling them it's like if you want to interact this is where I can interact with you, ask questions, all that kind of stuff. And I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of interaction, which is great. I, I really, I really like that. So awesome. a lot of people are enjoying that as well. So yeah. great news. We can always take notes from great Facebook engagement interactions. So keep us posted on how that's going. We'd love to hear from you in our, in our yeah. forum. So thanks for, for sure. Sharing, Andrew. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. From an Andrew to an Andrea, I want to hear what Andrea is up to. Are you ready to speak girl? Oh, yes. Hello. Can you hear me? You? Good to hey. see you. Gosh, it's been a while. I, uh, know. I don't think I've seen you since inbound. That was yeah. right after I got engaged, actually. It's been, awesome. yeah, it's been a while. And, and to, and, and this is, to be honest, this is the first time I can actually engage with this group because on Friday I left my executive level job that I've been for, for 10 years to oh. focus on me. So I'm so excited. Oh yeah. my God. That's huge. That is I know. Huge. I know. So I'm completely intimidated by this group. So I'm just <laughs> learning. Um, I just got my LLC today. So I, I'm, I'm so excited. Wow. Congratulations. So, so what are you working on? Pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything. I am, as, as you know, um, I, while I was in this challenging job, I did as much as I could on my free time, which is evenings that I, I started a, a Twitter group for fun called Dare to Be. And it's grown and grown and people have been waiting for me to do more with it. Um, so now is the time to do it. I'm, I'm tired of thinking what if. I just want to jump on and, and expand on that. Just really inspiring people to be themselves. I love that. Okay, P.S. Um, I've been on the Dare to Be Twitter chat before. What, is that a female focus? I'm, I don't know why I'm, I didn't think so. I, I, I don't know why I thought that it, it initially, but anyway, okay. I just wanted to check on that. So where do you feel like that's going? Where do you think that brand is going? Where is that, where is that taking you? I mean, at the end of the day, it's, right now it's a Twitter group. It could be a whole lot more, but what have they told you they want to make this, you know, your business plan going forward? Well, actually, the first thing that they want is something like this, to have video engagement. So it's more than just 140 characters every week. <laughs> so I, I definitely now want to, you know, do everything that every 
initial business person does is have the Facebook group, have the LinkedIn group, have, have all those things. So um, I started some, I'm going to start Facebook Live. So I, I, I just, I want to do more engagement that you can actually see faces one-on-one. -on -one. Where do you see this going from a business perspective? Like what, what do you think, what do you, what need are you serving for this community that's going to help you monetize the business? So I feel like my community right now is a lot of the same kind of people, which is all walks of life, but they're all an underdog in some way or the other. And I've been an underdog all my life, so I'm ready to fight for the underdog, and I want to be their voice if they don't have the courage to do so. So I want to help them find their spark to be able to go out and pursue their dreams. Well, that's freaking exciting. So, okay. So this is, is this day one, you said? Like, like day, day two. Day, day two. two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we have, we have a lot to follow up on then. I hope, to, I hope you're going to be replying to my, to my weekly emails. Cause I think that there's going to be a whole lot you're, you're doing. And we definitely want to hear in the forum about the groups that you're building. And cause I know like Claire is working on a really great Facebook group. So you might get some good ideas from her. And there's just a lot going on here that we can provide you support. So Make sure you're keeping us posted of anything that we can do to help. And um, I know that there are some really great people in this group that might make for um, incredible guests for Dare to Be awesome. if you're always looking for guests. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So definitely Absolutely. keep that in mind. Anything specific we can help you with today? God, no. I'm just a sponge. <laughs> I'm listening. I finally can dedicate myself to this. So... That's great. I'm excited to, to finally be in the group for real. That's so great. We're excited yeah. to have you here for, you were here for real, but like, we were like, well, she's here somewhere. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for chiming in. Good thank to see you guys. Bye. Awesome. Uh, Andrew Brown, back again. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Another Andrew, another podcast, slightly different interests, Team Penske. What are you working on? <laughs> I am working through the Seth Godin course so far and it's been oh my gosh, really, yeah. really I insightful. I to be so jealous of you because I think this sounds like such an amazing <laughs> experience. I wish I had like the time for it. But if you're not familiar, Seth Godin just came out recently with a marketing course. And I feel like I wish I could be a G like Seth Godin, the way he made this video. It was like, hey, I made a marketing course. You should buy it. And it was like wait list. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like yeah. so crazy. But um, anyway, so like, how's that going? Any aha moments you want to share from that? Yeah, I think probably the storytelling moment, which I shared with you via the email and in the, in the group as well. Uh, I have been trying to figure out how to storytell for a long time. And nobody's really kind of said, this is how you do it. And and then Seth's just like, yeah, this is how, how it's done. I'm like, oh, finally, now I get it. Yeah. And now I'm just ready to go out and do that. So I've been figuring out how to kind of capture the video side of things. And I shared a clip with you in the email. Um, and I think that's probably the, the direction that I'm going to go in. It's something completely different off the wall. It's not too technical. It's more a bit of fun. And uh, do you mind if I share the link in, in the group? I, I hope you do. Like, I really hope you okay. do. I, 
I'll, I, I'll I totally that. agree. It's a very fun take on, um, on IT, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is only as fun as it sounds, right? And so that's yeah. a challenge in marketing. I mean, making that sexy is, is difficult, but I totally agree. I think I came into social media marketing video making in 2011 in a similar place because it may sound sexy today and every kid wants to be an influencer and all that happy stuff. But the reality is when, you know, this was just starting the small businesses that could actually maybe allocate money to pay for this feature of marketing. We're not that happy about it. They were like, why do I have to do this Facebook thing? It's the hot thing. It's free. Are you free? No, like, like no, it's not free to hire me. Like that doesn't make mm -hmm. sense. It's not a business model, but it was very difficult. It was kind of like pulling teeth at the time. So even though it's, it seems easier to talk about the reality is I had to make it fun or I was just going to be like every other marketer on the circuit that was just trying to get your attention and witty and kind of make fun of this whole thing video was, mm -hmm. worked for me um and so i definitely recommend you know some of the research that you've been doing in terms of like what you can do that's um logistically going to be possible but also will help you get a little bit more attention than the usual talking head video um i'm really excited about it so i definitely hope you'll share that with everybody in the group yeah i'll share that out i just wanted to make sure before i did that's all oh yeah uh, absolutely no, you're welcome but, to share links for sure. Uh, yeah, so I, I think going with that path in mind certainly makes it more interesting. I mean, it's it's not technical at all. The technical side will come from the podcast, I think, and I think that'll work quite well because it'll balance out in between. Yeah. So if I can make it fun and make it more entertaining for people to kind of go, this guy's on the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's been happening. Work's been really busy. Uh, not so much last week, but this week I uh, picked up a new client. So that's good. Always good. Potentially got a whole bunch of more retirees, which will be good. Yeah. Because um, I was at a retirement village yesterday with this client. So there's a whole lot of people in there that could need IT help. So True story. Don't we all? Mm. We all need IT help. When we're screaming, help, my computer is dying. Please, God, make it live. I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Good. That's what I've been working on. Good. Well, um, Andrew is rock star email replier in this group when it comes to weekly check-ins. So gold star. <laughs> I want you Thank to you. have that. I want you to have that public shout out because we had some really good conversations. Just a reminder not to take advantage of the fact, or please take advantage of the fact that that's happening. So um, anything else, Andrew? No, I think that's it. Great. Good to chat with you as always. Thanks for Likewise. being here. Likewise. Thank you. Claire Jefford. Me and Claire, we had all, we already had a, quite a day today. <laughs> Turn your mic on. <laughs> this is starting to remind me about yeah. the video today. <laughs> yeah, I kind of freak out about this kind of stuff. That's okay. I mean, here's here's what bugs me about it, Claire. Like, I know you know what to do, I but I, but I think sometimes like when it feels like there's a lot writing on something, suddenly all the buttons start to like run together and it's like, you don't even know. It, and I get it because, um, just to give a little bit of context and Claire, I want you to share with everybody what you do, but we, we were doing a live interview today and, 
Um, we've been trying to do this in a format of a little bit of exclusivity for her group. So we found that GoToWebinar was a really great tool for that because you have to register to get in, which is great for growing the email list. Um, but GoToWebinar has a whole lot of buttons and you need a lot of them that should just turn on by themselves. And <laughs> they don't, you really need to turn every single one of them like you're yeah. running an airplane. Um, but um, Claire, talk a little bit about what you actually do and, um, and then we can talk about how we can help today. Uh, so I'm an interior designer in uh, Burlington, Ontario, Toronto. Um, and so I have been having my business for six years. And uh, I, I've known for the past three years that I wanted to move into helping designers run their own business because it's something that a lot of designers struggle with, which is the business side. And it's something that I actually really love about it, the marketing and and uh, social media and all that. So I thought it was high time I started a business. Um, so yeah, so I started um, working with Amy and got a Facebook group going, which has got just about 900 people now. That's since November. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, really highly engaged group. It's a great group. Um, and got my own website now, new one set up. Um, and yeah, everything's going really well. I've got my first product online and uh, so everything's good. We're doing these live webinars. I'm calling it social by design series. This is my fourth one that I did today. And uh, I'm basically getting other designers that I'm interviewing, um, you know, that can, can bring a piece of the puzzle for social media and help out Amy. Uh, it was my first interviewee, my first guest. That was awesome. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then the idea is that once we post it and then, you know, I share links to my YouTube video and then they, I give them the links and then, you know, they get shared with their peeps and then their peeps sign up. And so, yeah, it's, it's going very well. Uh, but I'm also running my interior design business as well, which um, I am outsourcing probably 70%, 75% of that now, which is, which is good. It's taken some time and there's still some, you know, some hiccups that we're going through and some bumps in the road with a couple of my assistants, but they're doing really great. And, um, you know, you just have to expect that, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So everything's going good. I'm just, I'm just frustrated as Amy knows. <laughs> With all the technical shit, can I swear on here? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I imagine we had to get to a level of frustration with that. Yeah. And, and here's like the really cool thing that, you know, sometimes when it's happening, and I look back on this too, sometimes when something is happening so fast for you, you don't even realize that it's happening in such a positive way because you're so busy like on the hamster wheel trying to make like go to webinar work and like designing crap in Canva and all this stuff. And it's like, Claire is so good at her job that she's paying other people to do it for her so she can teach other people how to do what she did. Like that is like a lot. That's a lot. And so she's basically challenged herself with learning how to do a completely different business because of what happened with the previous one being so, so that's really exciting, but it's also got its, its, its bumps in the road, just like to use your analogy there, because, um, you all, you're bootstrapping again, because oh, now, no. yeah, you have, you have to, but you have to make, you have to make sense of every expense when now you're working on another venture mm -hmm. where this venture relies on you know, just making the spaceship operate, which is all of these different applications and social platforms and tools and backend things that we need in order to kind of operate our shows and our, our, our things that we're doing to market ourselves better. So um, that's the tough part. I think you've, you've enlisted some help 
um, as much as you can. I think Instagram, we decided was a major priority for you because yeah. of the nature of what you do visually promoting you as, as a, a thought leader in the design space, but also, um, you know, as, as a coach, like I'm trying to help as much as humanly possible as well, because it's kind of funny where we were just talking the other day and saying like, Oh, we just need to find somebody that knows how to do all these things. But <laughs> I like, just want that your, person. Coach, your coach knows how to do all these things, but she's way too expensive <laughs> no, for you. you to be, for her to, because it's like that I had to do the same thing. And, and ultimately you have to make the decision of like, where do I want to spend my time? Mm -hmm. Because That is something I could have done a lot better. There is a reason why I know how to put the lead page on the WordPress, add the MailChimp integration, do the go to webinar, make it all work. Because <laughs> I had to teach myself how to do that because there was no way at age 24 and, and leaving a corporate position that I was going to be able to hire somebody to help me. Cause I was mm -hmm super scrappy. I didn't have a previously successful business. So, so it all just comes with the territory at that point for me, it was like, do anything, show up, get the job done. So that's why I happen to have a lot of this, like seems crazy, but experience in what I'm doing. And you don't see that very often. Like you really don't, but that's okay because the smart people, I mean, like I think it's okay that I know a lot of this stuff, I, but I could have been doing other things that are probably going to convert more highly uh, dollars per hour wise for the business, which is why, you know, this, in my opinion, I don't know what you actually wanted to bring to the table, Claire. I'm kind of just taking this for a ride, but it's like, to me, this is sort of like that, that issue of where do I want to spend my time mm -hmm. based on the fact of, there's only so much money that I'm willing to spend on this right now until I know I've proven success on some level yeah. and this is a thing. Or like, I'm going to go back and take back my 70% of that business so I can just get back to work of what I was doing. That's, that's a big decision-making process because however much you decide on expenses is ideally on people that will know this stuff and you can just shoot them an email and say, can you make this magical landing page happen? Because I need it. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, as you know that, like, I'm just like, I've kind of accepted that if I lose money this year on the business, then I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, it's not happening yet, which is a good thing. Um, like, as I say, my other business is doing really well and you know, I've, I've set it up. So I'm still making money off of what my assistants are doing. Right. So, um, so I felt like I've been doing that in a smart way, but I, I think for me, I just get really stressed. Like I can do, you know, so much stuff. Right. But then I just get stressed at like, I just feel like at every turn, like I want to do something and then it's like, oh, but I got to learn how to do that. And you said you've been great at sending me like tutorials on this, but I haven't watched all of them because I don't have time to watch all of them because I'm trying to, you know, I'm juggling, I'm probably juggling too many balls. My goal is that the tutorials are there for the person. Right. That needs right. It. Yes. I just keep addressing the camera as Claire. Okay. That's who I'm making it for. Yes. But, you know, if it's, if it's a uh, Susie who's running your Instagram account and it's like, okay, well, Susie, Amy made these great tutorial videos yeah. that you're going to need to watch because yeah. that's not my job. Like yeah. that's the executive decision-making process. No, for sure. And I have to give a shout out to Andrew Lewin because he probably told me about three years ago to start making tutorial videos on what you can't do or what you want other people to do. And did I, did I, Andrew? I didn't yet. I didn't really. 
Andrew and Claire are old friends, which is like the best part of like the fact that they're both in here. It's so funny because they both always talk about each other and they're never in the yeah. same same time this is like officially i know you guys aren't the same person now so no we're not and andrew <laughs> andrew actually has my kids at his house for dinner right now <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um so yeah so that that's my struggle my struggle is that i think i'm probably trying to do too much and i'm and i'm trying to get my processes all in place and i want to do this course and that course but yeah it's just, it's, really, it's just finding that person that doesn't the, the really far upside though right yeah. let's talk about all the pluses is that one, you have really incredible people that you trust you. who yeah. you are working with on the interior design yeah. business and that are able to take clients and you can, you know, believe in them when they're taking clients that trust you and say, go do good work for them. So that's positive and you're yeah. still making money off the back of that. Um, and the other positive is people were begging you practically to start this community. I mean, it, there is such a need that in such a short amount of time, we've almost got a thousand interior designers who are looking to you mm -hmm. to help with letters of agreement or just like different, how do I do a consult properly? Do I charge for this? Do I not? And it's, it's so cool that you have that. I mean, we literally were at a point where I was like, Claire, you've got to prove concept before you launch a course and it was very like these are the steps and she was like nah i'm pretty sure they're just gonna buy this as soon as it shows up because they talk about it all the time yeah. and i was like all right well it's your thing you know if you want to make it and it doesn't sell that's completely up to you because you got to spend the time making it but it was definitely a perfect in terms of how long it took to make a great yeah. experiment to yeah. see are these people really going to put their money where their mouth is and it looks as though they did based on what we, what, what we accomplished here. And so that's the really exciting thing is that it's not just about make, it's not about making money. It is about making money because you need that to scale and, and to grow, but it's not just about, will they pay for stuff? It's like, literally, do they trust you to teach them? Mm -hmm. That's what causes somebody to buy something, especially an information product. And that's happening. So the upside is we're not just saying, are we going to pump money in, coaching and and con contractors and tools and all this stuff on something that we don't necessarily know has the ability to make money we do know it has the ability to make money yes that's our super upside in my opinion but there's still a huge balancing project to happen yes. there because it doesn't necessarily mean all the dollars are there right now and you're exerting a lot of time and a lot of dollars in order to get you where you need to be on yeah. running yeah. and i feel pretty i do feel pretty good about it i, I mean i'm you know but but yeah, but yeah, I just need that one person that's, you need to clone yourself and charge I less. <laughs> I know. I told Claire, I'm like, well, my, my influencer when it comes to virtual assistants or any assistant is Chris Ducker and he wrote the book, Virtual Freedom. And I remember one thing in that book and it was, if you're trying to find an assistant who does everything and you're out, like yeah. you lose because they don't exist. And unfortunately you may have to what looks like pay more because you have to pay more people but in actuality you're going to pay people for less of their time because they're an expert in what they do and they just have to do the one thing that they do really well depending on how much of that that they have to do but that's the hard part is you you need to figure out what are the key things i need to hire for mm -hmm. and what are they different are they different positions or are they not yeah yeah that's what it comes down to yep I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. Awesome. Well, good chat, Claire. Nice job Thank today. 
was Linda happy with the with the interview? She was. Yeah, she was really happy. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, I got good feedback in the group already. It went so it went really well. Thanks for your help with that. Good, good, good. Of course, love to help. Thanks for being here, Claire. Thank you. Carlos, are you up for a chat? I haven't. I don't think I've seen you in the chat section yet. I'm here. I'm here. Let me see if I can figure out um, the video here. I oh, think. look at that. It's on and ready. Hello, Carlos. From sunny Florida. First-timer. Yes. So what's the question? My question for you is, we're about to have our first coaching session, I think, next week, uh, yep. from what I remember. And I want to hear what are you going to bring to the table next week that you are thinking about, concerned about? What are your first steps? I know it has to do with video and, and I want to know what the holdup is going to be from Jump Street so we can get past that. Well, several things. First of all, I have to tell you that in the half hour that I've been listening to this conversation, I, I, I didn't have the video part on because I was looking whether Zoom has some kind of translate feature or something like that because, I mean, trying to keep up with you guys and <laughs> it's just like, I'm, I'm trying to find something that's going to translate IT words into normal English. <laughs> I feel um, you. But anyway, um, look, um, I'm just beginning in all this and I think I'm at a stage of of trying to figure out what the right questions are, uh, let alone the answers. Sure. Um, so well, I think, I think, I mean, I know for a fact that video is a big focus for us at this point. And so why don't you share with everybody what it is you, that you do and the yeah. education that we're hoping to bring to the table with video that might differentiate you a little bit from everybody. Right, right, right. So um, read us Digest version. Uh, we are lenders. We provide working capital for companies that, um, for different reasons, cannot get enough money from a traditional bank. Uh, so that's what we do in, in a nutshell. We work all over the country, and we're quite successful at, at what we do. Um, there uh, is, um, I travel quite a bit. I meet with, with clients, and I see that the, there is an incredible um, naivete from the borrowers uh, and too many of them are getting into loans that are just impossible to pay back. Um, similar to uh, uh, payday loans and that kind of stuff. Um, and the other interesting thing is as I talk to people and meet with them, uh, it is amazing how people go like, wow, Carlos, you explained that so well. I wish I would have known about, you know, cash flow and uh, how a balance sheet works and so on and so forth. And sometimes I just spend half an hour with the people and they go like, wow, where was this information? So um, I'm, you know, rather than going one at a time, I figured, you know, video would be a great way to put that information out there in, in five minute increments. Um, there's a lot of subjects that are very useful for people. I am not, uh, my intention is not to monetize the video in any way, uh, but rather create a brand, if you will, or some kind of authority. Uh, and I, I just want to give out the information because I think it's very important for people to have it. 
I totally agree. And I, the other thing I'd love for you to just quickly explain is this sort of like um, era of fintech and how that's affecting your industry a little bit. So uh, again, read this digest version because it's, it's a long subject. Um, lenders since the middle ages, since banks began, um, were lending money based on collateral. So if you have a house uh, or you have a car or you have a company and, you have a, and that company has assets, uh, a traditional lender would give you money based on those assets. And that's called, in very simple terms, collateral. Nowadays, in the last, um, I would say, five years, uh, there's a, a, a really a tectonic, a, a really sh big shift in, in, in lending. And uh, it's as follows. Um, there is an incredible amount of data out there. So uh, we know, for example, um, uh, we can get information about how Amy drives. Uh, we can get information about her credit. We can get information about uh, whether who she votes for, how much money she donates, um, uh, whether she has a concealed weapon carry permit, and so on. I mean, it's incredible the amount of data out there. And what these lenders do is they gather all this information and create an algorithm. And they say, Amy is fits this, excuse me, this, this kind of, uh, uh, profile and based on that we are going to lend uh, money to Amy. So they really don't look at Amy's collateral at she at her collateral individually but they say she fits this particular profile and based on that uh, they give her money. It's it's really a data intensive kind of learning uh, kind of lending and um, those that's called generically fintech and, and again, in summary, the distinction is they're giving Amy money based on an algorithm as opposed to collateral. Um, that is what's going on right now. Um, as you can imagine, there are huge defaults because they're really giving Amy money with no collateral. So huge, huge defaults. And the only way that this fintech companies can survive is by charging Amy an incredible, uh, incredibly high interest rate. And uh, that's why, as I told you at the beginning, uh, these loans are very, very uh, dangerous for people and for companies because uh, they're so expensive that they eat up uh, of the equity of the company. And the only way that the company can pay them off is by getting another one of these loans. And that's where the trouble begins. So what's really interesting and why I wanted him to pull that out is I, I learned a lot on our initial call together about this particular piece, which is causing uh, specifically Carlos's industry even more sort of, I guess you could call it competition because if if they're pulling algorithms about a small business owner like me from the internet and I hang out on the internet a lot, th that is what I'm more likely to see in terms of exposure and accessibility to funds than what Carlos would do. 
uh, I'm not even going to think about what Carlos is offering is because this is in front of me and that's going to make me think, oh, well, this is here right now. This must be the only thing possible. I don't want to go through this incredibly long and drawn out process with an actual bank because I know that's a very um, different thing. So, so, to that, so to that point, uh, just, just a quick piece of data. Mm -hmm. A traditional bank, if you're a company, let's say any small company, they would take probably anywhere between 30 to 90 days to give you a loan. That's a bank, traditional bank. Uh, we take about a week. Mm -hmm. Fintechs would take about seven minutes because they got all the data. It's, mm -hmm. it's this fast. Uh, so as you can imagine, if, if you're a, a small business owner and you got a situation, you can't make payroll on Friday, you're looking at your watch and you go like, I can't, certainly cannot wait 90 days. I can't wait seven days. Yeah, seven minutes suits me just fine. Yeah. Seven minutes? Do you need that long? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it is, it's, it's fascinating. It is really fascinating. And it's also extremely scary, much to your point. Um, and even if this is the only, you know, takeaway we kind of have from this chat, I think that there is so much that is untaught in this space because of we're literally seeing all of this um, growth in in small business and entrepreneurship and suddenly it's the American dream again and totally not embarrassing to say you're an entrepreneur and so a lot of people are starting a company and they really don't know what they're signing up for and they may find themselves in a situation where they go and, and they need working capital and then they end up drowning or whatever the case may be so in in I'm sure it's already happening. I mean, we already see how much money is just getting thrown around Silicon Valley just based on valuations. But money right now in this current age of, of entrepreneurship is, I, I believe, mismanaged in a lot of businesses because we just don't have the education around it. I think it goes all the way back in American culture, period. I don't know if any other country does a good job of this, but we don't get really educated in school as to how to manage our money as just individuals either. So, I mean, if you think about it, where is, where are we really going to learn about this? Maybe business school, but it, right now it's cool to wear a hoodie and jeans, leave high school and go start a startup. So really, where are you going to learn anything about money? So I think that there's a, a ton of territory here for Carlos to just give himself an opportunity to get a little bit of attention, if, even if just to educate the market about these basic things like that he's sitting down with owners and saying like, here is what an expense sheet looks like or, or whatever those things, those small things are that are going to make the difference in how you spend money in your business or save money in your business or whatever the like is. And I, I just think that there's a ton of video content possibility around that. Just thinking about what people are Googling in a moment of desperation, not knowing what they're supposed to do and not knowing who their thought leader is going to be. So, so to the point, I have already a handful of videos up there in, 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 my, in our channel. Uh, interestingly, uh, the one about loans, about fintech loans, has been seen, uh, I, I think, about 50 times more, if, if the count, 50 mm -hmm. times more mm -hmm. than any other. I mean, people are really thirsty to understand what's going on. But anyway, this is not a conversation about fintech, but I, I do want to kind of bring it back to your original question, if I may. Sure. And, and, and the issue is, I, I really do not have the time 
you were talking um, earlier with Claire, uh, my, uh, my time is better uh, allocated in, in managing a business, underwriting clients and so on and so forth and trying to figure out uh, analytics and SEO stuff and so on and so forth. So uh, to answer your question, I will need a lot of help in that because uh, again, I can learn it, uh, but it's not a good use of my time. Yes, very true. I agree. And um, actually, Carlos and Claire, you're the two people that I've really been talking to very specifically about outsourcing video editing and outsourcing some of these like just YouTube hacking things um, because it is extremely important in the process, but yet another thing that has to be hired for or get done. So um, I just wanted to bring that full circle. Carlos, I'm really looking forward to what we do in the future. Thanks for attending this call. Absolutely, uh, thank you. Really appreciate it. I'm so glad we got to, I actually got to see a, a face this time, which was great. And everybody that was at the call today, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I think that we definitely talked about some important things. Some of us are in limbo a little bit, ready to get started, not really sure what to do. Sure, we have to do a lot of things, feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I think we all can feel all those feels in a lot of ways. But um, just a reminder that Vlogboss elite. We are here to help each other. And so please be using that forum. And even if it's just a question that maybe you're Googling at the same time, but somebody might have experience in, in the group, make sure that you're using those opportunities because that's what we're here for. So thank you guys so much for attending. I hope you have a lovely evening and I'll see you on the next one. That was an example of a group call. All of us trying to work through a lot of things there. Every little baby step counts. Every lesson, every time you can skip a mistake somebody else made is a great opportunity. If you'd like to learn more about Vlogboss University Elite, just shoot me an email or send a request on my website at SavvySexySocial.com. You can always find out more details from me there or go ahead and go to VlogbossUniversity.com as well for some more options as to what I have to offer. This has been Fly Friday on Vlogboss Radio, episode number 112. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. You are so awesome for continuing to join me on these episodes every single week. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of my book, Vlog Like a Boss, found on Amazon or your favorite stores online. You can find out more details about that at vloglikeaboss.com. Be a connector today and send this podcast episode to a friend who you know could thrive from some of the advice that we shared. Being able to play that role in someone's life is a very small step, but a big deal in building your incredible platform. This episode is available at SavvySexySocial.com slash 112. The numbers. You don't have to spell it out or anything. Subscribe for good vibes and remember to go after the life you want. Cheers. Hey Lucy, hey Lucy. Turn up mom's headphones. I know you got the talent, I know you got the game. Post an upload to YouTube and maybe you could be famous. Well, it's not that easy. Fear starts to kick in. Think your content is cheesy. Well, hello. I'm Amy, better known as the Vlog Boss. I'm here to make it happen. Step your game up at all costs. At all costs. You can put your trust in me. I'm pretty good. You can ask Gary V. Stay for a while. You ain't gotta stress. You're rocking with the best boss. Stay for a while. Forget the competition. We on a mission. Listen. 
Stay for a while. You ain't gotta stress, you're rocking with the best boss. Stay for a while. Just take a look, it's all in the book. I know you wanna vlog like me. I'll show you how to vlog like me, cause I'm a vlog boss. I know you wanna vlog like me. I'll show you how to vlog like me, cause I'm a vlog boss. Vlog like a boss, vlog like a boss, you. Vlog like a boss, vlog like a boss, you. Vlog like a boss, vlog like a boss, you. You can vlog like me too, cause it's easy. What's up, social?